Welcome to Zikhu Daf Siman Member by Aram Goldhai and Tirma Sekhus Baba Kama Daf Kuf Yud. The ninth parakel goes on Eitzim. So the three types are going to focus on them. When the bright up in the previous Daf concludes, Bimaya Zakin Ochola, if the cone bringing his carbon was old or sick, he may give it to any cone he wishes to sacrifice, even not from the current Mishmar. And the reward for its service, meaning its meat and its hide, are given to the men of the current Mishmar. Rapapa explains the cases where he's able to perform the avoda and eating with difficulty. Avoda done with difficulty is valid, so he may also appoint another Kohen. Eating with difficulty is not valid, since it's considered achilas gasa, excessive eating. So the meat and hide are given to the current Mishmar. Rav Shesh has applied the same law to a Kohen Tameh who had a carbon Sibor Akimino offering to bring. The Gemara explains that no Tahar Kohanim were available, so the carbon Sibor can be sacrificed by this Kohen Tameh and he may appoint anyone. He cannot eat it, so it's given to Tahari Bali Moon from the Mishmar who may eat it. Ravashi applied the same law to a Kohen Gado Onain, a mourner whose relative died that day, who was fit for Avoda but not eating. Pointing to the next mission, it teaches the law that if one robs a ger and swears in denial, who dies without heirs, he pays the principal in Chomish to Kohanim. Abraisa Darshan's Asham, Zekaren, the word Asham in the Pasuk, refers to the principle of the robbery, not the carbon. Hamoshav Zechomish, and that is returned in the Pasuk, refers to the Chomish surcharge. This is the source of Rabba's ruling, Gezel Ager Shechazir Balayla, the robbery of a ger which the Gazel returned to Kohanim at night, well, Yatza, he did not fulfill his obligation. If he returned it in halves, he did not fulfill his obligation. Since the payment is called Asham, it shares its laws not to be brought at night, nor by halves. Since the principal is called Asham and not the Chomish, only the principal payment holds back as atonement, but the Chomish does not. Rabbi also taught that if the principal amount is insufficient to give a Prutus worth to every Kohen in the Mishmar, he does not fulfill his obligation because the payment is described as Ha-Moshav, return, teaching until there is a return to each and every Kohen. And point number three, Rava asked, Kohanim Begezel Hager, regarding Kohanim receiving the robbed property of a Ger, Yorshin Habu or Mekabu Matanus Habu, are they considered like the Ger's heirs or the recipients of gifts from Hashem? The word explains the nafkamin is where chametz was stolen, which became worthless after Pesach. If they are yorshin, they would inherit the worthless chametz, and the gazel may give it to them like he may return it to the original owner. If they are gift recipients, he must give them something of value. Rabbi Zerah said that chametz could be given to Kohanim even if they are considered gift recipients, because this is the gift that the Torah said to give them. Rather, the nafkamin would pertain to Maisa Behemoth. If a Kohen received ten animals as a Ger's robbery payment, then if he's an heir, they would be obligated in Maisa Behema. If he is a gift recipient, he is exempt because gifts are exempt from Maisa Behema. Abraisa lists the robbed property of a Ger as one of the 24 Matnas Kohuna, gifts of Kohanim, proving they are considered gifts. So once again, the three points are number one. The Braisev in the previous stuff concludes, If the Kohen bringing his carbon was old or sick, he may give it to any Kohen he wishes to sacrifice, even not from the current Mishmar, and the reward for its service, meaning its meat, and its hide are given to the men of the current Mishmar. Rapapa explains the cases, where he's able to perform the avoda and eating with difficulty. Avoda done with difficulty is valid, so he may also appoint another Kohen. Eating with difficulty is not valid, since it's considered achilas gasa, excessive eating, so the meat and hide are given to the current Mishmar. Rav Shesh has applied the same law to a Kohen Tameh who had a carbon Sibor Akimino offering to bring. The Gemara explains that no Tahar Kohanim were available, so the carbon Sibor can be sacrificed by this Kohen Tameh and he may appoint anyone. He cannot eat it, so it's given to Tahari Bali Moon from the Mishmar who may eat it. 
Ravashi applied the same law to a Kohen Gadol Onain, a mourner whose relative died that day, who was fit for avoda but not eating. Pointing to the next mission, it teaches the law that if one robs a ger and swears in denial, who dies without heirs, he pays the principal in a Chomish Tokohanim. A said Darshan's Asham Zekaren. The word Asham in the Pasuk refers to the principle of the robbery, not the carbon. Hamoshav Zechomish, and that is returned in the Pasuk, refers to the Chomish surcharge. This is the source of Rabba's ruling, Gezel Ager Shechaziru Balayla. The robbery of a ger which the Gazan returned to Kohanim at night, well, Yatza, he did not fulfill his obligation. Hechaziru Chatzan, well, Yatza, if he returned it in halves, he did not fulfill his obligation. Since the payment is called Asham, it shares its laws not to be brought at night, nor by halves. Since the principal is called Asham and not the Chomish, only the principal payment holds back as atonement, but the Chomish does not. Rabbi also taught that if the principal amount is insufficient to give a Prutus worth to every Kohen in the Mishmar, he does not fulfill his obligation because the payment is described as Ha-Moshav, return, teaching until there is a return to each and every Kohen. And point number three, Rava asked, Kohanim Begezel Hager, regarding Kohanim receiving the robbed property of a ger, Yorshin Habu or Makabu Matanus Habu, are they considered like the ger's heirs or the recipients of gifts from Hashem? The word explains the Nafkamin is where Chametz was stolen, which became worthless after Pesach. If they are Yorshin, they would inherit the worthless Chametz, and the Gazan may give it to them like he may return it to the original owner. If they are gift recipients, he must give them something of value. Rabbi Zera said that Chametz could be given to Kohanim even if they are considered gift recipients because this is the gift that the Torah said to give them. Rather, the Nafkamini would pertain to Maisa Behema. If a Kohen received ten animals as a Ger's robbery payment, then if he's an heir, they would be obligated in Maisa Behema. If he is a gift recipient, he is exempt because gifts are exempt from Maisa Behema. Abraisa lists the robbed property of a Ger as one of the 24 Matnas Kohuna, Gifts of Kohanim proving they are considered gifts. All right, so now we go to Simdav Kafyud, and our standard simon is a gold key ceremony. A gold key ceremony. So here goes. When the elderly Kohen awarded the gold key for many years of dedicated service, appointed another Kohen to bring his carbon, even though the meat and hides would go to the Mishmar, he saw a Gazan who came that evening to return what he stole from a Ger who died without heirs being turned away, since the Karen is called an Asham, and an Asham is not brought at night, and told him to come back tomorrow during the day, and he would happily accept it as one who receives Matanos. Once again, slow motion. When the elderly Kohen awarded the gold key, gold key, that must be more Kufyud. When the elderly Kohen awarded the gold key for many years of dedicated service, appointed another Kohen to bring his carbon, even though the meat and hides would go to the Mishmar, which reminds us, the Bryce of the previous Duff concluded, If the Kohen bringing his carbon was old or sick, he may give his carbon to any Kohen he wishes to sacrifice, even not from the Kerm Mishmar. And the reward for its service, meaning its meat and its hide, are given to the men of the Kerm Mishmar. Rapapa explains the case is where he's able to perform the avoda and eating al chak with difficulty. Avoda done with difficulty is valid, so he may also point to another Kohen. Eating with difficulty is not valid, since it's considered achilas gasa, excessive eating. So the meat and hide are given to the current Mishmar. So, when the elderly Kohen awarded the gold key for many years of dedicated service, appointed another Kohen to bring his carbon, even though the meat and hides would go to the Mishmar, he saw a Gazan who came that evening to return what he stole from a Ger who died without heirs, being turned away since the Karen is called an Asham, and an Asham is not brought at night, which reminds us the next mission teaches the law that if one robs a Ger and swears in denial, who dies without heirs, he pays the principal and Chomish to Kohanim. A Bryce Darshan's Asham Zekaren. The word Asham in the Pasuk refers to the principal of the robber. 
Chabri, not a carbon. Hamoshev Zechomish, and that is returned in the Pasuk, refers to the Chomish surcharge. This is the source for Rav's ruling. Gezel Ager the robbery of a ger, which the Gazan returned to the Kahanim at night, well, Yadza, he did not fulfill his obligation. So when the elderly Kohen awarded the gold key for many years of dedicated service, appointed another Kohen to bring his carbon, even though the meat and hides would go to the Mishmar, he saw a Gazan who came that evening to return what he stole from a ger, who died without heirs, being turned away, since the carrot is called an Ashim, and an Ashim is not brought at night, and told him to come back tomorrow during the day, and he would happily accept it as one who receives... Matanos, which reminds us, Rava asks, Kohanim Begezel Ager, regarding Kohanim, receiving the robbed property of a ger, Yorshin Havu or Makabli Matanos Havu, are they considered like the ger's heirs or the recipients of gifts from Hashem? A price lists the robbed property of a ger as one of the 24 Matanos Kohuna, gifts of Kohanim proving that they are considered gifts. So once again, when the elderly Kohen awarded the gold key for many years of dedicated service, appointed another Kohen to bring his carbon, even though the meat and hides would go to the Mishmar, he saw a Gazan who came that evening to return what he stole from a ger who died without heirs, being turned away, since the Karen is called an Ashim, and an Ashim is not brought at night, and told him to come back tomorrow during the day, and he would happily accept it as one who receives Matanos. All right, so now it's time for Four Blabach Hazara. Daf Kufvav. So the Sim Daf Kufvav is a tightrope walker walking a fine line, a cuff. So here goes. The tightrope walker, tightrope walker, that must be on Daf Kufvav, cuff, line, walking a fine line. The tightrope walker who told to aid him standing on the platform that it was too late to testify against him since he already sworn denial to a claim. In based, and which reminds us, Ravuna said in Rav's name, if one says to his fellow, Manu li biyadcha, a man of mine is in your possession, and the defendant denies it and swears, and afterwards Adim testify against him, he's putter from pain, because the Pasuk says, yishalim, and its owner shall accept it, and he shall not pay, which teaches, once the owner has accepted a shvua, the defendant no longer pays money. So the tightrope walker who told to aid him standing on the platform that it was too late to testify against him since he already sworn to nod to a claim in Basin, walked high above where a thief below who shacked a stolen animal after Basin had told him to pay the victim, was told he was putter from Dalad Behe, which reminds us where a thief stood for judgment and was found guilty and was told to pay, shacking afterwards would not obligate Dalad Behe. So the tightrope walker who told to aid him standing on the platform that it was too late to testify against him, since he already swore in denial to a claim. Imbasin walked high above where a thief below who shacked at a stolen animal after Basin had told him to pay the victim was told he was putter from Dal the Hay, and saw Shomer refuse to take an oath when his little son claimed he had given the Shomer his little balancing beam to watch, which reminds us of Bryce Darshan's the Pasuk, Kiten Ish, if a man shall give someone a pikadun, teaching, Eina Sinis Katun Klum, a minor's giving of a pikadun is nothing, meaning a Shomer would not swear about such a pikadun, nor pay kefal for Tolan Tainas Ganov. Dav Kuf Zayin, so the similar Dav Kuf Zayin is Couscous. So here goes. The Couscous restaurant owner, Couscous, that must be one Dav Kuf Zayin. The Couscous restaurant owner, who is motive but mixes to his creditor, because he was not so brazen to deny the whole loan to his face, which reminds us, Rabbi explained, Why did the Torah say that one who admits to a part of a claim must swear about his denial? It's because there's a presumption that a person is not so brazen as to deny his obligation to the face of his creditor. Rush explains, because he lent him money. Thus, completely denying a loan is believed without swearing.
So the couscous restaurant owner who was motivated mixes to his creditor because he was not so brazen to deny the whole loan to his face overheard four shomrim seated at a table eating couscous say that they only swear when they are motivated mixes. Which reminds us where Bechir Baraba taught that the Torah required swearing about a bikadon even for a full denial. Yochanan disagreed and said that a Shomer Chinam who falsely swears that the item was stolen from him, he's not liable to pay Kefal unless he denies part of the claim and admits the part of the claim, because the Pasuk says, this is it, regarding the Shomer Chinam's false claim, which is where he pays Kefal. Similarly, Rami Bar said, the four shomrim of the Torah require partial denial and partial admission to become obligated to swear, but would not swear for a full denial. So, the Kuska's restaurant owner who was moted but mixes to his creditor because he was not so brazen to deny the whole loan to his face, overheard four shomrim seated at a table eating kuskas say that they only swear when they are moted but mixes. When his shomer chinam came forward to pay him kefal after he falsely swore the kuskas supplies he was watching were stolen, when in fact he had used them to make his own kuskas. Which reminds us of what Bar Yosef says about a shomer chinam who falsely swears the item was stolen. He's not chayv to pay kefal unless he misappropriated, meaning he used it without permission before he swore. The Torah requires that Shomer Chinam swears that he did not lay his hand upon his fellow's property, which implies that the kefal penalty for swearing falsely, which falls, is where he did misappropriate the bikadon. Rabbi Chir said that Rabbi Yochanan held he's liable where the watched animal is standing by the trough, meaning where it was not used. So the similar Dav Kufches relates to Kach taking, and we use a pickpocket. So here goes. The pickpocket, pickpocket, that must be more on Dav Kufches. The pickpocket who stole a wall from a rabbi while he was debating whether it's the mammon or shvuah that obligates a tonetinus ganav to be kefal and not the chomesh, which reminds us, a brysan dap kuvav amonav taught that where a shomer is tonetinus ganav and pays kefal, he does not also pay a chomesh for admitting. Rami Bar asked, is it the money which obligates him in kefal that exempts him from the chomesh? Or is it the shvuah which obligates him in kefal that exempts him from the chomesh? Can both payments not be obligated by the same money or by the same shvuah? So the pickpocket who stole a wall from a rabbi while he was debating whether it's the mammon or shvu that obligates the tonetinus ganav to pay kefal and not the chomish, and then stole the kefal in the pocket of a shomer who was paid by a thief after the shomer swore an item was stolen and then paid for it voluntarily, which reminds us, the Gemara asks, if the owner sued the shomer to return his pikadon, the nishba v'shilem, and he swore that it was stolen, exempting himself, and then paid for it voluntarily, and the thief was later identified, to whom is the kefal paid? Abai says it's paid to the Baal Pikadons, for since he troubled the owner with the shvua, the owner does not transfer the kefal payment to him. Rava says it's paid to the one whose possession the pikadon was, meaning the shomer, cave in the shilin, for since he eventually paid for the pikadon, the owner transfers the kefal payment to him. So the pickpocket who stole a wall from a rabbi while he was debating whether it's the mamun or shavu that obligates a tonetinus ganav to pay kefal and not the chomish, and then stole the kefal in the pocket of a shomer who was paid by a thief after the shomer swore an item was stolen and then paid for it voluntarily, decided not to pursue the shomer who swore an item was stolen since the thief admitted to the theft after he was caught and didn't have to pay kefal, even though he later denied the theft. To the owner, which reminds us, the Gemara discusses a shomer who swore the pikadon was stolen and the thief was discovered. Then the shomer sued the thief to return it and he admitted to his theft. Then the owner sued him and he denied the theft and ate him later testified to the theft. Is the thief exempt from kefal through his confession to the shomer or did the shomer's role end when he swore? So the admission was not to a litigant. Daf Kuftes. So the Simon Daf Kuftes is a hot solo kid. So here goes. 
The Hatzalah member, Hatzalah, that must be Randaf Kuvtes, Hatzalah Git. The Hatzalah member who just declared a man dead and was shocked to hear the dead man's son, who had previously stolen from his father and sworn denial, attempting to be Mocha himself, the payment, which reminds us, the Gemara discusses whether a Gazan can forgive a robbery payment to himself, such as in the case where one stole from his father and swore to deny it, and then his father died. So the Hatzal member who just declared a man dead and was shocked to hear the dead man's son, who had previously stolen from his father and sworn denial, attempt to be Mocha himself, the payment, near the Hatzal kit, where a Mishmar of Kohanim were dividing the payment that was given to them by a fellow Kohen who had robbed a Ger, who subsequently died, which reminds us, if a Kohen robs a Ger who subsequently dies without heirs, it's the current Mishmar that divides the payment, and this Kohen cannot keep the payment himself. So the Hatzal member who just declared a man dead and was shocked to hear the dead man's son who had previously stolen from his father and sworn denial attempt to be Mocha himself the payment near the Hatzal kit where a Mishmar of Kahanim were dividing the payment that was given to them by a fellow Kohen who had robbed the Ger who subsequently died across the street from where an off-duty Kohen was on his way to bring a carbon anticipating getting the meat and the hides, which reminds us, the Gemara discusses from where we know that a Kohen may bring a carbon at any time, not even during his Mishmar, and that he gets to keep its meat and hides. Alright, so now it's time to conclude the pop quiz of 10 questions. Number 1. Which stuff do you have a case where one denies a picadon in his possession to stall for time so he can retrieve it from a swamp? That's on Duff? Kufe. Good. Number 2. Which stuff do we learn? Kohanim fit for avoda, but not eating, such as azakin. Can appoint another to do his avoda, but not to eat his carbon. That's on Duff. Kufyud. Good number three. Which of the one that when a Kohen steals from a ger who dies without heirs, the payment is divided by the current mishmar? That's on Duff. Kuftes. Good number four. Which stuff do you have a question whether it's the mamun or shvua, which obligates kefal, that exempts from chomish? That's on Duff. Kufches. Good number five. Which stuff you have a question whether the Kohanim who receive payment for Gezal Ger are considered Yorshin or Makabui Matanos? That's on Dav. Kufya. Good number six. Which of the one the sources that a Kohan can bring a carbon whenever he wants and he gets to keep the meat and hides? That's on Dav. Kufav. Good number seven. Which stuff do we have whether a Shaliach for a creditor that was appointed with Adim is considered a legal Shaliach? That's on Dav. Good number eight. Which stuff do we learn? That since the Karen is called an Asham, a Gazan is not Yotzi returning his payment if he returns it at night. That's on Duff. Kufyud. Good number nine. Which stuff do we learn? One must return a remaining bundle from a group of three bundles, even though it is now less than a Pruta. That's on Duff. Kufyud. Good number ten. Which stuff do we learn? The reason why one who is Motiba mix us must take a Shavuot. That's on Duff. Kuf Zayn. Excellent. That concludes today's year. This is everybody. Ram Goldar from Zichu. Wishing you a great day and great learning.